And welcome to another episode of The Danimal's Cage. I'm your host, as always, the mighty Danimal, Dan Martins. On today's episode, it is my pleasure to welcome in another good friend of mine, Ethan Flynn. Ethan, how's it going, buddy? Hey, man. Thanks for having me. My pleasure. So we'll just kind of start right at the beginning. So the first question I ask everybody in all these interviews is, how did you get started playing music? And like, what's kind of your... I guess, backstory to how you picked up like guitar and started like performing. Well, I've always loved music ever since I was young. Um, around six years old, it got so intense that I wanted to learn guitar. So I've been playing for a while now. It's not like something I picked up recently. It's like my whole life I've been playing guitar and, and doing stuff. Um, I joined a school band when I was like 10 and they had a singer and then the singer left or got sick or something. And then they said, Oh, we need someone to sing. So I, I just became a singer by chance. I didn't even choose to be a singer. They just needed me. So I've, I've sung then and I've sung ever since. That's awesome. So you're also in a band called King Catalyst. Did you start, like, were you one of the founding members or did you just join by chance? I am the only founding member left in King wow. Catalyst. Wow. <laughs> um, King Catalyst started off as, um, as a school band that would play cover songs. And we eventually grew up, left the school, and started writing our own original songs. And therefore, most of the people who were in the first incarnation also grew up and left. So we've met a lot of people along the way. And now um, with the lineup as it is today, Everyone else has joined when we started writing original songs. I'm the only person who remembers the cover song days. <laughs> nice. <laughs> now, from King Catalyst, and I guess also for your own solo stuff, do you, yep. I guess more, because for the context of this interview, it's more about you and your solo work. Do you have a favorite song that you perform and maybe a fa uh, least favorite song? <laughs> a least favorite song. I like that question. <laughs> Um, let's see a favorite song, a favorite song to perform and a favorite song in general are yeah. two different things, I think. Um, because I can really like a song and like performing it, but you know, maybe the studio version isn't my favorite to listen to or anything. Mm -hmm. There's a different vibe you get from certain songs. I'll start off with my least favorite. Um, okay. my least favorite song is a, a song called Parole Letter, King Catalyst did a few years back. It was like one of the first songs we ever did. So you know how you look back on your early days and you kind of cringe and go, oh, why did I do that? <laughs> yeah. So that, that's what that song is for me. Um, my favorite song, I'll pick. Right now, I think um, the new song I put out, Somebody to Love, would be very fun to perform with a band. I haven't gone to, obviously, because of Corona, mm -hmm. but I think it would be the most fun to perform. So I'm, I'll choose that. Nice. Now, we just, now at the time of this interview, so last weekend, we just had you on um, the live stream with New Anthem and Cadillac Blood, two of my really mm -hmm. good friends from the New Market Music community. Um, where was it? Sorry, I forgot where, where I was going with this. Um, do you have, like, I guess, a favorite show that you've played? Ooh, favorite show. Um, you know, 
there's um what's how do i say it <laughs> even even when you play the rinky dinky bars you know like the places that are real run down there's still a nice quality to it you yeah. know it's like being intimate with your audience so i don't want to brush those away but i like the the big arena shows you know with with the large um spaces yeah and, and large um concert area stage performance areas okay yeah <laughs> that kind well, of places well i i've seen it all like i've played the small venues and then i guess the the bigger venues too um where where i was going with this was you talked a little bit about because you you covered a song on the live stream from greece which you said is your favorite movie ever now this is a good segue too to talk a little bit about like other influences and like who inspires you so who inspires you who inspires me um well a lot of people inspire me i guess i have my my big music collection i like to collect cds records everything that's my hobby um some 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 older Older bands, maybe like the Beatles, Paul McCartney, Billy Joel, uh, Weezer. Nice. Weezer's not that old. But, <laughs> um, and Rex Orange County is one of my favorite new artists. Okay. I went to see him four times. Wow. Yeah. That's, that's awesome. Now, in terms of, I guess, biggest musical accomplishments, have you ever have you had like any of your songs either solo or with King Catalyst play on the radio, or have you had like anybody any anybody super well known like kind of praise your music or talk highly of it? Only recently have I had some of uh, the solo songs played on the radio. I don't think King Catalyst has ever played on the radio. Okay, so what's what song got played on the radio that like which one of your songs? Wow. There was there was a bunch actually. I think the one that they played the most was "Yes Pumpkin." Nice. They, they liked that song on the radio a lot, um, and and they picked a, a few from the Flyway EP as well. Okay. Play. And they Very told nice. me they were gonna do that, and I was like, "Oh, cool! That's that's great." That's cool. Now I really kind of want to get into like the, I guess what you're all about as a writer and as a, as an artist. What kind of stuff do you, and I, I asked you this like a while ago, like what do you, what kind of stuff do you write about? Like, and what is your favorite, like, I guess, thing to write about? My favorite thing to write about? Or even pe- even people to write about. <laughs> people to write about. <laughs> um, you know, like if you, if you ever have a problem and you can't express it, I find that writing about it in a song is a good thing to do. Like, not only can you get it out in a way that you want to get it out, but people also go, oh, yeah, I've, I've felt that too. You know, I feel the frustration. Mm-hmm. You get people who understand um, what you're talking about instead of just um, kind of fictitious lyrics or stuff that doesn't have any meaning to it. Mm-hmm. I like to put uh, meaning towards whatever it is. Regardless of what's it about, you know, just stuff that frustrates you, motivates you, anything. Mm-hmm. And you, you try to be like really honest and authentic with with your lyrics, obviously. Yeah, yeah. 
that's that's cool so now of course the biggest thing going on in the world right now is the coronavirus we're now in in our third month of having no no live music not really being able to do a lot but of course at the time of this this interview things are starting to kind of open up in ontario again which is really nice but at, at the beginning how did it really kind of affect you like when you saw on the news like oh ontario's declaring state of emergency everything's getting shut down there's going to be no live music for the foreseeable future that must have really kind of hit you really hard and did you have like any any i guess like shows lined up around that time i did have some shows lined up um it didn't occur to everyone at first that shows were going to be canceled Mm -hmm. they put everything on hold in march and we were like okay we'll just wait it'll blow over soon then april came and you were and everyone was like, um, oh, maybe we won't have shows. Yeah. Maybe we have to cancel everything. Mm-hmm. Um, my trip to Mexico got canceled. I was supposed to go. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And um, all that kind of stuff. Now, now uh, I think everyone's accepted it a little bit more. You know, we're doing what we can do. I live stream shows all the time yeah. on my Instagram. So okay. that's kind of my way of getting out when I can't get out. Nice. So in terms of just, well, that's a really good point too, Ethan. Um, do you like have with the live stream, that's a great way to kind of like keep connected with your audience and with your fan base. Yeah. Nice. Um, also, you know, you get to record more too, cause you're yeah. inside the house all the time. Mm-hmm. So I've put out songs I probably wouldn't have put out if I, if I wasn't stuck here. <laughs> nice. And have you recorded like any any new songs that you plan on releasing later on? Later on, later on. I'm trying to get a whole bunch to make an album. Okay. I don't want to put out another single or anything, just, you know, kind of put songs here and there. I want to collect them so that I can put them all out as one. Kind of kind of build build the, build the suspense a little bit. Yeah. Awesome. Now, apart from recording and apart from music, do you have like any other kind of activities that you've been doing just to kind of pass the time and keep yourself busy during this this unprecedented pandemic hmm. i've started biking that's one thing i wouldn't do if it wasn't for the pandemic um uh also like online shopping is a curse for me right now <laughs> it buying is. a lot of music what have you, what have you been buying I've, I've, um, I like to collect, um, vinyls and CDs, like I told you before. So I yep. just spend all my money on that. Nice. What's your, what's your go-to uh, website for buying just like Amazon or Amazon is healthier. Discogs okay. has the better, um, material, but it's much more expensive. Yeah. So what is, I guess, what's your favorite vinyl that you own? favorite vinyl that I own. You have to bring you over here so I can show you. This is my... Oh my goodness. Right there in that bottom corner is the Paul McCartney box sets. Oh, nice. (laughs) I love my Paul McCartney. That's that's fantastic. (laughs) My favorite record I own probably be Smile by the Beach Boys. Oh. album by the Beach Boys that never came out in when it was supposed to came out and then came out 
40 years later. Oh, so wow. Now, now I have it. <laughs> That's awesome. Now, of course, when I think of the Beach Boys, I always think of the one album that always comes to mind is Pet Sounds. Yeah. And I, I own Pet Sounds on vinyl, too. And it just sounds absolutely phenomenal. <laughs> Smile was supposed to be the follow-up to Pet Sounds. Oh, was it? Yeah, the extension of that brilliance. Interesting. So I guess, now since you're a, bit, you're a really big Beatles fan, I guess I'm going to really kind of put you on the spot here. Do you have a favorite Beatles album? Favorite Beatles album? Uh, is everyone going to kill me if I say Magical Mystery Tour? <laughs> no. Are you kidding? That's I think that's one of the most, like... Uh, it, okay, no Beatles album is really obscure, but I guess in the context of that, I guess this question, that's a really obscure answer. Yeah, I love Magical Mystery Tour, every song. See, that's the one album I feel like nobody, well, not a lot of people really appreciate that one. No. no it's like Sgt. Pepper Extended, you know, Sgt. Pepper 2.0. See, the thing about me is that, like, I love the Beatles all the way through, like, their entire discography. But the one album that I always end up going back to is Rubber Soul. Rubber Soul, yeah. You just can't, you just can't, can't, can't beat that one. Like, one of my all-time favorite, I'd say probably my all-time favorite Beatles song is uh, Norwegian Wood. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. There's, you just can't beat that one. Like, because that was one of the songs that got me, like, learning guitar and just, I guess trying to figure out like music theory and all of that. Cause I wanted to know like how the chords worked in that song. Yeah. That's a good thing about them. You know, uh, it's not like everyone knows, Oh, they have this song and it's the best song. Everyone has a different opinion. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's awesome. So I guess kind of, this is really kind of a big question. And of course this is, I guess the big ending question here. Um, when live music comes back, what do you think it's all going to look like after everything's allowed to start up again? Jeez, what do I think it's going to look like? I don't think people are going to care about social distancing. <laughs> um, to be honest, you know, it's like, it's like when the bartender tells you, oh, you can't have too many drinks or whatever. People still go out and get more drinks than they should have. Yeah. People don't follow the rules all the time, especially not with live shows or live punk shows or live that kind, you know? Mm -hmm. So I think, I think um, maybe it, it won't be healthy, but I think it's going to resume just as it was before. Probably. Yeah. It's, it's going to feel really weird. Like, obviously I'm not going to show any hesitation in going to any local or even I guess, bigger capacity shows when, when COVID ends and when we're allowed to, I guess, see people again. Mm-hmm. I, I'm not going to show any hesitation whatsoever. I will literally just spend all my money, go to, go to shows. It's going to be like nothing happened, even though we were kind of on, on break for a couple of months at best. Yep. And, and the mosh pits, don't forget the mosh pits. Never forget the mosh pits. As everyone's, in each other's face there you can't you can't I mean, since a mosh pit well i've been telling like a lot of my friends and i've been telling this to my like to my family as well like i'll i'll literally go out in public if i have to go out in public for like the next year and wear a mask every time i do so 
even if it's to a concert and where I'm like moshing and just like flailing my body around, I got no issue with that. I'll risk like being deprived of oxygen. I'll like every, every song I'll literally just step out, breathe, put my mask on and go back in. Like nothing happened. Please. I, I just, I just always have fun at, at shows and I can't wait until we get to experience all of that again. Yeah, I think it. I think it'll be fun, you know. Yeah, it's not gonna happen soon either. Yeah, it's it's gonna it's gonna be a a fun time. All right, well, Ethan, thank you so much for hanging out with me today. This was a lot of fun. Of course, anytime, my friend. Awesome. This has been the Danimals Cage. I've been Dan Martins. This has been Ethan Flynn. Check out his solo work. Of course, I recommend the song "Somebody to Love." And if you if you like it heavy too, check out King Catalyst, his band outside of that. This has been the Danimals Cage, and we'll see you next time. Yeah.